Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Jumpcast. With the upcoming release of episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, we will be releasing a series of episodes where the Jump Cup team celebrate all things Star Wars. There will be an episode for the prequels, sequels and spin-offs, but today we'll cover the originals and the best trilogy. Episodes 4 to 6, A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back and The Return of the Jedi. My name is Dave Curtis and accompanying me on today's episode of Two People will help bring balance back to the Force. First up is a man who used bullseye womp rats in his T-16 back home. It's Stan. Hello. Secondly is a man who isn't afraid to embrace the dark side, but his thoughts betray him. I feel the good in him. Welcome, Chris. Hello there. Thanks for joining us uh, on this very exciting podcast. Were you old enough to see the, uh, what, the limited special editions when they came yeah, out? Yeah, I remember. I mean, me, I remember, I like, I remember collecting. Do you remember when the uh, Walkers brought Tazos out for, like... Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Like, these these were, like... That was, like, class A drugs on the playground, sort of, on the <laughs> playground street. Um, and just, yeah, I just remember going to see, like, the, the special editions and thinking they were amazing. And then, like we were saying, I've I've just I rewatched A New Hope this morning, but it was the, it was the special you know it's the special edition versions and it's yeah, the, yeah. it's the tweaked ones. Those special effects do not hold up. Um, no, they're very. But, yeah. but it it is interesting to see like there's so much. I think it goes. You know, I th- we're going to talk about this for the next probably hour or so. But I think the one thing that we can all agree on is that like how how much you can see in that film or the film you know the the original trilogy. And that that sort of leaked into other other films, and yeah, do you know what I mean that that classic sort of hero's journey, and it's just I just think it's mad that like you can literally pick stuff out of, you know, looking at the final sort of Attack on the Death Star, and it's like you know, it was weird to think even when like Luke's getting into his cockpit, I was like, wow, this, why am I thinking of Top Gun? Like it was just really weird, like really weird little elements in it that I I saw then, and then you sort of look at now, and I think it's interesting that like, you know, even even sort of standout parts for me where like you know the trip to like Moss Eisley, and like they pop into the bar. That that whole bar is full of things that like, you know, you you hadn't seen that sort of that sort of special effects and makeup. All all together in one film, you know. There are so many there are so many characters and like creatures in it where you think that that character in a horror in a horror film or a sci fi film could have their own film, and here they are like bumping shoulders with one another and knocking back green milk. It was just re- it was just mad that like that was, and it was just a case of George Lucas thinking it probably won't pay off, um, and it it did all right I suppose. Um, yeah, they've made a couple. Yeah, they've made a couple of quid out of it. Um, but yeah, it's just, I just think it's mad that like, even, you know, like we say, we've not seen any, we've not really sat down and heavily watched them again, but you can, you know, you could probably quote a hundred different lines from the film, all of them. I probably use, I, I probably use a quota, Dave. <laughs> Is it like your quota? You just like, right, I need I to check it off yeah. the list. Yeah. These are not the drawers you're looking for. It's probably... Really? <laughs> yeah, I try and just sneak it into anything. To be honest, I will. Yeah, but uh, do you think George Lucas was right to tamper with the uh, originals, the special edition? I think. And then I, I don't know. I think like looking back at that point in time of of how much we were doing with special effects and how much it had advanced as far as he he you know since he made the originals, he probably thought he was onto a winner. Um, 
you know, but it just, I think there are, there are special effects in other films of that from the same, you know, that came out at the same time when they were re-released that don't hold up. And that's no different, yeah. but it's just, you know, you, you look at other sci-fi films that came out in the seventies and the eighties and, and they look, they, you know, they look ropey, but you still accept it. Um, and I think he was just, you know, he's just a perfectionist, which is fine. Um, but I think, I don't think they've tarnished anything from the stories of the originals. You know, you still, you know, you, it's still that classic sort of imagery of, you know, Luke standing watching Obi-Wan get like, get a lightsaber, like, like bone, <laughs> bone through butter. Um, but, um, uh, but like, it's just, I don't know. It's, there's so many iconic images that still were left untouched to the point where it doesn't affect it. And that's why, you know, you know, that explains why we've got however many we've had since. Yeah. And how many, how many times I've had to buy it on VHS or DVD or, <laughs> or I must own this film, own this film. But 10 times. Really? I've got still books. It's ridiculous. I'm such like a Star Wars fan. <laughs> You are, Anything new comes out, like, oh, yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are a Jawa so, of Star Wars variations, then. Yeah. I've got... No, I'm not going to that. <laughs> We're all sad together, man. Don't yeah. Worry about it. Oh, one. Is there is there anything Is there anything, like, between you two that sort of isn't necessarily an iconic thing, but, like, a an element from the films that you, like, distinctly sort of remember in terms of... If there's any, if there's a particular sound or like, you know, like everyone thinks of like the lightsaber noise or the tie fire as being like an iconic sort of, you hear it and you know exactly what it is. Um, oh yeah. But I was sounded chewy. Yeah, yeah, and but I was weird. I was thinking of like. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Stop you there. You've mentioned chewy. Let's hear your best Chewbacca impressions. Come on. Oh, we're not doing that. I was that. practicing this earlier. <laughs> that was. You see. My my audio is terrible, you. so that sounded really good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to talk about I, again. I was I was going to say just sort of say like I remember going back to when I first saw Return of the Jedi. Like I remember the noise of Han Solo defrosting. Mm. Oh, that's. A... Do you know what I mean? That's such a weird, distinct thing to remember, but it just like sticks in my head, and I don't know why. It's like I think yeah, that sort of weird whistly is... noise. Yeah. Yeah, it was just. I... It, it just it's just weird that like that's the sort of thing you remember. Is there anything else that you two like think? Why do I yeah, remember? I got one. The doors, just the door sliding open and shut. Mm. Uh, yeah, so whistling noise. Yeah. At the time, uh, things like that just blew my mind. Um, yeah. but lightsaber yeah again pretend most things are a lightsaber <laughs> yeah you Definitely. can't you yeah I, I i refuse to believe anyone who picks up like an empty um roll of tinfoil and doesn't make the noise yeah. um, or an umbrella it's just like a necessary requirement i think they should just put it on the packaging yeah. Mm. but uh, yeah but chris what about funny. you any sound effects like i said going back to the uh the makeup and the special effects with the um Aliens in the Cantina. With the Star Wars, the trilogy now, the, well, the original ones, everything about it doesn't feel like... It, it all feels so natural, and you don't see one bit and think, oh, this is the money shot with this noise, or this is the big... Mm-hmm. Stuff. Everything just feels so normal and natural for a sci-fi... Like I said, in the first film, and you hope you've got the lightsabers, the TIE Fighters, the Star Destroyer, the, the Death Star, but everything about it is just so now iconic and memorable but when you watch it it just feels so 
normal. It it's there's nothing grand about it. It's just a basic sci-fi film, but everything's done right. Everything stands out for the right reasons. Great storytelling. It is, and it's, that's why I think New Hope's my favourite of the three, because it's it's eh, just because it's so. I'm a simple person, you know. I'll say it now. I, yeah, there's rumours going around. I'm a simple person. For me, it's like you said that classic storytelling: good versus evil. You know, the heroes, the bad guys, rescue a princess, done. And if you if you can't feel any sort of storytelling, go back to the basics. And the new hope for me is just it's just that the basics. But it works so well, and it spawned two amazing sequels. A new hope. Is there a scene in it that you love so much, or that brings back memories, or really stands out for you in any of it? Um, I think it will just always be like the two sons. Like it's that it's that it's that point that you know, and it's to the point you know you can see it's so crucial that they use as as much debate as it had you know when it came out in the Last Jedi. Like the fact that they they went back to that. And it was even even like as I was rewatching it today, I was like, "That's crazy that that's a shot." And like, no one had seen it. You know, it was it, like we, mm, we keep going back to it. It's a film that is just built on moments that no one had seen before, and that image is just like, "What is going on? Like, where is this guy? Like, and you know, it, it is it is very much like, where is he? Obviously, literally, but like mentally, like he's he he comes home and his his uncle and aunt are like extra crispy." And he's just where do we go from where do I go from here? I do think though, I do I do think there are some there are some elements though in the New Hope where because personally like I'm gonna be very you know routine oh, as much as yeah. like millions have probably agree that like Empire is my favourite, but with the New Hope like rewatching it this this afternoon there was just some bits in it where I just think that's really weird that that happens and I think it is I think it's because. Um, you know, there are so many. There's, there's been chapters since that sort of make you look at things so differently. Um, in terms of little bits like, you know, oh, she's she's talking about Obi Wan Kenobi. I wonder if she means Ben Kenobi. It's like, well, of course she does. <laughs> like, who else is she gonna mean? And just little, just little moments of 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 here of like Luke sort of catching on that you know the stormtroopers will be knocking on his on his uncle and aunt's door. And Obi Wan's like, no, don't go. And I'm like, mate, you should be going with him. Let's be honest. Like, who's that's? Do you want to? Do you want to really you leave the him to drive Temple. all the you way to see an image that will scar him for life and not be there to help Order out? Sixty-six. He's just like, yeah, yeah, you, you nutter. Um, and it's the classic like, and he's <laughs> all going, oh, he's got too much of his go. dad in him. Jesus, <laughs> like, I really hope not. Um, <laughs> that's a problem with this Sorry? now. Let's, Going back to what they were, I'm sure Mr. Lucas, mm. God save you, he never expected to make 3,000 more films about that one trilogy. But from the things that are dropped into, like I said, you know, too much his father in him, and then Obi-Wan mentions the Clone yeah. Wars, all these things that are dripped in that we didn't know about. And think, oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? But now they've gone back to answer these questions and to give us the images that we envisioned back then. It yeah. makes these films almost think, like you said then, you know, why didn't you do this? Why are you saying that? He's, tr- he's tried to expand his story, but then he's also answered, uh, proposed a thousand more questions about, why is he saying that for? What's he doing that for? But then maybe we're, we're just being picky, you know, because we're geeks, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's... Mm. 
Well, no, I think it. I think as well that's a sign. Of, that is a sign of good storytelling of him going of literally dropping those breadcrumbs to make. You know, can you can you imagine? Can you imagine basically if like if if that trilogy had come out now, like there you, there would have been like a twenty four <laughs> hour or less than uh. gap of finding out that Luke Luke was Darth Vader's son. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's just mad that, that that was a time and that he had that sort of all structured and it was all figured out and it was like and and I just it's it's just in, it's just they're just great films. There's just absolutely like and I think what I is think funny so far I've heard you say Empire's your favorite. favorite is they so Chris do just, his favorite. My favorite is Return of the Jedi. Oh well, there you go. Look at that. Yeah. Um, the circle um, is now complete. Ah oh, right. Okay. <laughs> why? 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 Why do you think? Why is Jedi your favorite movie? Uh-oh. I'm still. <laughs> I love how you, love you cleared your throat to like stand case. Like your honor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do love the Ewoks. I love the the three sprung attack at the end when down on Endor and then Luke's doing his thing and then Lando's Luke with the Falcon mm-hmm. just tearing it up. I just think that's brilliant a piece of cinema and I love the beginning and I love the middle and I love the end. And also, it brings me back to my happiest memories of Star Wars, pretty much. I think I agree with you. Empire Strikes Back is probably the best. But Return of the Jedi yeah. is my favourite. I just love it so much. The Rancorn, the, the Sarlacc pit, you know, Jabba in full force. Uh... Yeah, but yeah, but you have got... You have got... <laughs> One of the deadliest assassins in the galaxy getting shot by a blind man All by, that by accident. <laughs> With this, yeah, it's just, yeah. To be fair though, there, I'd say I'd say there are points in all of them that you could just go, yeah, that's that bit's a bit shit though, isn't it? Um, I, but I, I, I just think it's mad that like, I think it's well. One thing is that as as without quoting Goodfellas, as far back as I, far back as I can remember, like I've always imagined I've always yeah. remembered seeing Star Wars toys in like Toys R Us or Argos. And I think that's crazy. Or just casual bit of sponsorship there from Argos and Toys R Us please. Um but like it's it's mad to think I've always seen them on a shelf. And there's been never there's been never a consistent sort of um besides like what, Lego maybe? Or you know Action Man's never stuck around that long. It's just weird. I just think it's so interesting that like that is that's been well, that, a, that's been a that's solid Star Wars property is. that has been Star Wars is made because of pop merchandise. You know the whole story I watched making up last. So I can bore you for a second if you want. But uh, basically, they, at the beginning, Please do, when it was only twenty century Fox and they were making Star Wars, uh, Lucas wanted didn't want much money. He wanted the bare minimum to be. Uh, director, producer, whatever, but he wanted forty percent of the merchandise profit. So, if in the future he can make his own film, it's Lucas film. So, uh, and at that point, toys weren't really a thing, and the studio were like, "Yeah, you can have forty percent of that," because they thought he was going to make nothing. And then, obviously, he went to work and like he's like, "I made T-shirts, badges, yeah. I put it on everything, and sold the shit out of it." And then, and that's probably the highest grossing area of Star Wars. And that's why we've got Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi that don't have a 20th Century Fox logo. 
because he made enough money first time around to cover it all. It's amazing. Hmm. Anyway, there you go. So what's so so in regards to toys then? What's the um, what's like filling up uh, your like, shelf space or sat in your loft somewhere that you've you've kept? Uh, you've well, kept I'm going to go to hell in perfect mint condition because if you oh, don't, you're going to hell. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, just I can't even remember loads of stuff. Like a few years ago, and oh, what did you sell? Yeah, when me and my brother moved out, and we just sold all our stuff pretty much. And I'm not even just talking Star Wars. I'm talking like old Ghostbusters and Thundercats. Oh God! Yeah, it made a lot. Yeah, it was made a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not not many anymore. So to be honest, how, no, that's how many bathrooms do you have in your house? <laughs> it was. It wasn't. I look at these toys now and think, ah, oh, should have had. Uh, I the wallpaper. Like, what was like the word? The thing that they uh, trap around in uh, in Hoth, the animal. Oh, Tonkin. Yeah. Tonkin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, a bit That's just sacrilege that you've got that wrong, by the way. Yeah. Sam, you can cut that bit out, mate. No, so, leave it in. Just leave it in. Just have to shoot you off. Uh, That's what I mean. Uh, and I remember having, I think uh, it was, um, <laughs> I probably, I probably had an X-wing. You sure yeah, it was an X-wing or a Tie Fighter? You? No, it was definitely yeah. X-wing. But we probably got a lot of our stuff from like car boots. Yeah. So it was never <laughs> really good. But what about you guys? I went, oh, I went mental. I don't, I, I don't know why. I think after that, I just got this, this bug. I just like videos. Uh, oh, I love the old Kenner and Hasbro figures. I had loads of them on my shelf. Uh, the Falcon, posters, games, clothes. I used to nick things from like little shops. Well, I didn't mean nick things from shops. I mean like little um, badges or pop-up stands, you know. Cereal packets, I used to cut them out and put them on the shelf. Yeah, I used to go a bit mental. Oh my god, wow. No, Mate, no, recently, I... when you said Nick, I thought you said knit. Yeah, I like, oh, yeah, the Darth Vader. I thought you said knit as well. Just made himself so, a knit yeah, no, himself a Darth Vader. Like, uh, oh, a bit of pilfering from a shop, yeah. <laughs> Robbery. Yeah, but only little things. I was, I was small anyway, I was a child. Five, <clears> five finger discount. Yeah. But no, it's like, it was, yeah, last month, yeah. But pretty much now I've grown up. I've last married, week, wasn't it? Had a family. Uh, yeah. So a lot of it now <laughs> in a box in the loft. But it's still there, and, and you know, one day it will come with me to the grave. It's still there. So get buried with. Yeah, I, I will do. Yeah, no one, no one's wow. selling this off. It's come with me. Just, just, just amazing, yeah. like, oh, just great. picture, like, yeah. open right, up I, the lights. I, I, I still look at buying, like, a proper lightsaber. Like, not a proper this, But, you know, the proper toy ones, I think. Yeah, I think, I'm a 35-year-old man. Do I really need one the of these? full glass tube in one. It would look great on a wall. Yeah, it would, yeah. A nice, nice nightlight. Yeah, I've got the, uh, the Kylo Ren one. Oh, sorry, Kylo Ren. Oh, sequel to it. Yeah. Uh, it looks good. Get a Darth Vader one. It looks great on the wall. You know, do it. Can't believe we haven't talked about Darth Vader yet. But... Well, that's that. You know what? That's an interesting point. Like, with with regards to you, you know, because I think it was you mentioned it. Like, the Empire like scared you as a kid. Is there anything about the originals oh. that like 
stuck with Good. you for the wrong reasons. Because I don't, I don't, I don't. There's nothing that particularly. It's it's weird. Like I, I, I know we're going slightly off sort of um, chapters a bit, but like for, for Darth Vader in Rogue One scared me more than he ever scared me in the originals. Um, he was he was just like one man army, but there was I don't know with the originals nothing really freaked me out. I did Jabba's palace like some of the people in Jabba's palace I wasn't a fan of. Um, in Jedi, like yeah, I think I think the Rancor freaked me out a bit. Uh, to be honest, just that idea of a pit and just you know, no, you're a shit dancer, you're going down there. Um, it was just yeah, yeah, and and it was I it's weird now like, even talking about it now. You know, like the shot of in Jedi, like inside Jabba's palace and Luke walking through, and I think it's because I didn't know who it was seeing the two guards like. Oh, go yeah. down the bone and that monk. was like a, I remember yeah. like a weird Ugh. spider sort of thing walked past him in, oh no I think it was yeah. when C-3PO walks in and that big spider thing walks past him I was like what is that and I think again it goes back to that that thing of Lucas being a, a crazy storyteller of, of just I'm going to leave little things in there to really make you think Yeah. Um, and that I don't know something like that that stuck with me quite a bit and just in Empire like Luke going into the going into the mm-hmm. cave and Seeing yeah, his head and I... invade his mask just scared the shit out of me as a kid. Because I just didn't know what it meant. I, I think I think I because it was weird. Because like I say, I'd watched Jedi first and then went to see the special editions, having no idea. Or I think I might have had an inkling of who Vader was and the connection, but I didn't really grasp what that meant. Um, when Luke, you know, it's I, like I, you carry on the way you're going. Yeah. This is where you end up. I at, like, at that age, I had no I was idea like, what, what is that going meant. on. It just really point, freaked so. me out. No, I yeah, it's like the Dagobah scene. That said, that's what freaked me out when I was at all the Dagobah scene. That the swamp, those, you know, the, the the swamp creatures that came out and all the really just freaky atmosphere. It was just not knowing what it was. It was like Jesus, what is this nightmarish world? There's little green things that can't talk and monsters that you know jump out of the water and things. It was really, I said the cave. It's just really freaky if you're watching it and you've no idea and you're going in blind. It's a bit of a creepy uh, thing to watch, really. I thought R2 had it when he was in the swamp. I thought he was gone. That's yeah. I watched it. That's it. Just I said, devastated. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was my favourite character at the time. I was always had like, I liked the small characters like the Chewbacca's and the R2D2s. And for some reason, I liked C3PO when I was little. I thought it was great. I thought it was hilarious. But I think it's, I mean, even that, like looking at that now, how you can, going back to how, you know, Lucas's way of stories and what he put into it, how that affected future films. Like you can look yes. at, you look at Chewbacca now and you can see Groot, like, or you look at Groot and you can see Chewbacca. Do you know what I mean? Like those sort of connections of like, and obviously the comparisons with like Peter Quill and Han Solo is just, you know, blaringly obvious, but still... You just accept it and go, all right. And I think it's, you know, the fact yeah. you can go, oh, he's the Han Solo type. Like, you can actually use a name to associate a completely different character that however many years later, and you go, oh, he's that kind. Like, I just, that's incredible. Like, that's, that it just shows how much it's in our consciousness and how we can sort of identify other characters that are years ahead and still go, oh, right, he's that sort or that's that sort. Um, 
I've yeah, never... it's just that's mad. Right. That's crazy. I've been really, I've been really sick the last week, so I'm actually feeling like <laughs> a little bit better. Um, <clears throat> but when we come to let's talk about characters. All oh, right, okay. Um, who are your favourite characters? Um, yeah, of the, of the original trilogy. What, of the original, completely originals? Um, I I would say... I don't know. I think... I think I'm not going to say, like, the but obvious ones to go with, like, Han Solo and stuff. I'm not going to say that, because... It, it, no, like, I think... I think he's the sort of one you always go back to. Um, and... You know, as soon as they rock up <laughs> in the bar and Obi Wan's talking to Chewie, you're like, oh, he's yeah. here he comes. Um, but it, <laughs> it's like not long now. Um, but but I think I think it's even for me, like because like I say, Empire is my favorite. Oh. I think the I think Yoda as a character is just crazy because you know to to think that you're you're watching. Luke interact with this this thing that pretends to be stupid to begin with, and you know, and then that whole like like he's not ready, and you just that switch of like oh my god I'm actually fascinated by what is clearly a hand puppet, but is is has so much life put into him, and and it's just I think it's crazy, and that that whole concept of of Luke you know I'm not afraid, and Yoda's like well that is why you fail. And it's just like there's so many, you know, that yeah, like and that whole thing of, you know, size matters not, and he just picks the X pick on. And you're like, what is happening? Like, what is this guy? And, and again, it goes back to you know we're talking about you know, oh, your dad fought in the Clone Wars and X, Y, and Z, and like you want to know more about this character, and then, and then he, you know, he does the Obi Wan and Jedi and just like disappears, and you're like, oh shit, man, like I'm actually a bit good that we've only we're what. 25 minutes into this film and he's gone and it's you you know at that point you were like i'll never see him again until they make a cgi uh. like tick out of him in, in tackle of the clones and he can't stand still but no no you know i think i i refuse to accept as well from from being the age that i was of seeing the originals and then going to the prequels seeing yoda fight dracula was insane um and it's just I, I don't know, I just think he's always gonna be that character where you think, Wow, you are you are a wise little frogman. Um and No, but you know what I mean? Like it's just looking back on it at that point, you're just like, What is he? Where has he come from? And then there's so much to him that's just yeah. there's so much depth to a character that is not human, which is just you know, and that's you know, again, you can't you you look at Yoda, then you see ET, and then you see, I don't know, like every time you see a small sort of creature of that height, you're like, oh, he's you know, there's a reason Baby Yoda is is taking over the internet, and it's because I feel like there is that obvious association with the thing that came before it. I think, yeah, um, I but it's just yeah, like he's, you, my, he's one of my favourites. Uh, Han Solo. Pew pew pew. No, um, pew, pew. uh, Han is cool. But um, easy. I can't really that. Yeah, he's I, a definition. He, he is, and it's Harrison Ford as well. I love Harrison Ford, but who doesn't really, you know? Um, but I like what you said going back then to Yoda. I mean, 
not diverting as much as I can, it's like I said, that one introduction to that film, and then everything that comes before and after to expand on him, is sort of, we don't really need to see all this flashy CGI, everything, we just need to see him in Empire and Return of the Jedi, that is Yoda for me, everything else before and after, it's like, nah, you know, the original Yoda is our Yoda, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, it's funny. Oh, I've always liked. Um, I think Lando's pretty cool in his own way. Lando Calrissian. Yeah. But I've always, I've got a hankering for um, he's a bit of a smallish character in Return of the Jedi. Um, Moff Jedrod. If you know who he is. Is he the co-pilot? No, he's a bloke at the. He's the um. He's the Imperial beginning. Who welcomes Darth Vader and he says, The Emperor's coming here. And he goes, The Emperor's coming here. We should double our efforts. It's him. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Well, I think... That's such a really strange <laughs> pick, You're a company man, Chris. We get it. Yeah, I think he's just a, a nice, simple man and trying to do his job, but he's a little bit shit scared of the Emperor and he, he always does his best. And I don't know something about him. We just think, I know you're doing, Moff Jedrod. You're a good man and you're just stuck in an awful situation, but I get you. Trying your best, and I, 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 I admire that, you know. So, uh, he is, and I always like to think after the Star Destroyer gets blown up and the Empire crumbles, in my mind, he escaped and he fled back to his family, and he's alive now, he's not dead. Uh, he works in a container, he's just behind the bar, you know. What's, what's his new job? Nothing what's too he good. Doing? All right. Possibly. I was, I was, manager, I, yeah, I was manager. just picturing him like sort of managing a shop, like trying can, to trying to handle trying to handle a Boxing Day sale, and he's like, I used to run a Death Star, man. But he's not like, good with authority, was, you know. It you was almost the, fully yeah, operational. The regional managers just coming just down here. Pan out for me. The man, you know, the big boss is coming here. I'll double my efforts. It's you know, he's a good <laughs> man, and to me, all the way. It it does bring up a question. <laughs> yeah. I never got his action figure. Head officer on the way. The question is, everyone on the Death Star, are they bad people? Or are they just there, someone doing a job? Nine till five, making money for their families, or are they all evil bastards? Yeah, that's what I like with these spin-offs and the expanded universe you can do in the the cartoon shows or the books. They always focus on the people in there who are just doing the job, you know, like me and you, you know, nine to five, popping on the land speeder, arrive, you know, Morning, Rita. Yes, doing the Death Star computers here. Do the job, go home. You know, <laughs> they're just doing a job. They've got to pay for the families, you know. They've got Living the dream. And, <laughs> and the re- rebel. Well, nothing else to do, is there, you know. Yeah. And the rebels come along. Yeah, 15? <laughs> exactly. Then the rebels come along. To and be fair, there's no TVs in Star Wars. Thousands so of people yeah, die, yeah, you know. So really, who is the bad guys? The Empire, the rebels, you know. Mm. That's a big question. That's for another debate, yes. But there's there's an interesting. You know what you've just mentioned there of like that was one thing that stuck out to me again watching A New Hope today. What's your? You can't. So you can't pick. You ex- excluding core characters. Is there is there any sort of prop or any sort of character or prop that you? Oh. that stuck out you go that's cool I want that and it, you know we've already you can't be a lightsaber because I always remember I always remember you know the guys you know when the Death Star sort of warms up and you got that guy with like oh, yeah, like no. a beak 
I don't know. It looks yeah, like it's a lampshade hat, but it's points out. It's like a black. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Points both ends, and he just does his like pulls his hand down. I that I want that helmet because I'm like, how are you seeing yeah, that? Because yeah. the, the mouth guard goes past your nose, so is he just sort of looking at an angle at everything? Um, but yeah, what's what's your what would your <laughs> you can go losing you're, you're, you're the last man on the Death Star, right? It's about to blow on up. The, what's on the, the Death Star? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when your house is about to burn <sighs> and you're running to get it. What are you going to get? Well, yeah. Yes, you get that. Oh. I love I've right. watched one film today. And I'm like, right, I like the Pop little droids. <laughs> you know, like little little ones just go around the floor. Like, yeah, they they, they look like mice. Oh, the mouse droids. Yeah. On the wheels. I reckon they'd, I reckon they'd be quite handy. Uh, Look like footstools. Hard, hard to catch. They're pretty lunch in those. Yeah, but I just, they right. look like sandwich boxes on wheels. Is that? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'd yeah, say, yeah. if not, I would love uh, Luke Speedster from the episode from New Hope. I, was a, I wanted that so badly. Nice. It'd be, again, I see. I was looking at that today, and he's what? and the uh, the windshield's a bit questionable. Because if he's if he's like doing sixty down down the dune sea, like that's, I don't know. The, you're gonna get some. You're gonna get some potential. Like he is quite sure. In your face because it just it doesn't seem to go straight level above his head. Um, yeah, it's quite sure. You know, Wookiees probably aren't going to drive a land speed. I love this. I was picking apart the reality of Star Wars. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Just the greatest films ever made. They're a bit shit, really, in this this concept. (laughs) I think production-wise, convenience, it's not really working. Um, But yeah, uh, is that so? So we've got so we've got my helmet. Um, the Chris, Chris hasn't heard anything yet. I'm trying and to a think. Uh, what? Just Chris the Death Star, or can it be anything? Steve. An obvious thing. Uh, just anything, but it can't be like linked to the core people. Yeah. You see, Black Friday sales all gone. Um, They're all sold out of, uh, of lightsabers. Uh, oh God. Yeah, Black Friday sales. I've always wanted the holiday on Endor. That's it. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking about Endor. Let me think for a minute. That's mm. another question, isn't it? <laughs> I think that's a great one. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't like to be on Hoth. Right. No, that's that fine. looks for, for a time away. Me in the cold. Yeah, just Yeah, it just looks like it, it, it's not well it's not like you know like I always see like on Instagram mm-hmm. stuff you see photos of like North Pole and Reykjavik and stuff and you're like, Oh that looks amazing. Hoth just looks like a cold shithole. Like there's just nothing do you know what I mean? You're just like, why have we come like we saw this group oh. on offer to go to Hoth, and now we're immediately regretting it. Um, <laughs> like, you know, Barry's lost an arm because of the one, like the one. This wasn't in the brochure. Spot. You know, these tontons stink. I've got my prop. I've got it. Um, oh, I've got it. I will go to the. I'll go to the last. Oh, he's got it. He's got it, Chris. And I will pill for the fridge of all the blue milk because <laughs> I think the blue milk looks really tasty. I think it does. I'm gonna try some. I think it looks. So nice. What do you think it tastes like? Yeah, but what do you uh, think it tastes like? I think I, to compare it. 
I don't think I it's think like it's a blueberry like, sort of texture if you have blueberry flavour and stuff. Is it fruity? I don't know. I think it just looks really creamy, like um, almost like a <laughs> like a Greek yogurt slash drink oh, base. I wouldn't want to drink a Greek yogurt. No, 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 but just that creamy <laughs> texture, but in a drinkable. That sounds rank, actually. No, not Greek yogurt. I don't know. Just a just a nice blue milk flipping out. What are you doing? Pulling it apart? Yes, yeah, you've gone way off, mate. It's blue milk, for God's sake. Just say like milkshake. All right, milkshake then. <laughs> from McDonald's or any other thing is, burger retailer is available. Thing is though, God. You, you... <clears throat> wow. You still you see the thing about? Yeah. Oh, don't men, don't, don't talk about that. Let's not go there. What comes from there? So every Didn't time you take a swig, like that. Jesus. Every time you take a swig, mate. Don't bring that film into that. this conversation, please. We're trying to. Say <laughs> something, I'm just on a like squat. Around it, Nick brings it down again. We are sorry. I'm just, you know, you say blue milk. It's like it's like exactly that film has ruined it for everyone now. You you say blue milk and you just pick (sighs) deep breath, deep breath. Luke wiping his beard. Oh wow! I'm sorry. Moving on. That's a that's a huge debate for a huge debate for another day. The music. Uh, well, and 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 yeah, Ben Burns sound effects. The music, yeah, fair. Uh, I don't know so, how, how they did it back then. Like I said, what can we do to make a sound of a spaceship? Or is a TIE fighter noise? And, you know, is a lightsaber activating? It's just the sound, the doors, the sounds that Ben and the crew did. Just, what, how did they do it? It's just so amazing now. But back then it was like, oh, here's a bit of cabbage and a wet wipe and here's a door. Yeah. It's amazing. How it... It was a yeah, we'll just hope for the best. I love, you know what? Speaking of the doors, I always think what what worry the the doors in Star Wars worry me a bit because I feel like the doors in were not to like go completely away. Sacrilege. The doors in Star Trek seem a bit more safety Is it cautious. It... Whereas the no no, I'm just talking yeah. about care of health and safety, mate. Like. The doors in the they're, up, they're up and down, aren't they? Are you know, like, if Star you Trek, they open there, left to right. That's a trick. Star Trek opens, like, yeah. Yeah. Lightning, no mucking about. Guillotine. They do, yeah, but they're quite <laughs> slow. Whereas the Star Wars doors, <laughs> it's like, if you're out, you're out. They've been built to intimidate, yeah. haven't Yeah, exactly. Been. That's true. <laughs> you're you're in a bad place with bad people. Even the doors. We want you to get through that yeah, door you're quickly, either, You're either with us or against yeah, us. No, sort of thing. no door, um, Do you reckon they have... Do you reckon they have the, yeah, the toilet doors that's how are like we, that? That's how we, when uh, they go to the Yeah, that's our recruitment process. They close that quickly. <laughs> Can you... <laughs> I, I hope not. It put me right off. I can't relax. Jesus. <laughs> Someone comes in uh, behind you. <laughs> Jesus, sorry, Frank. Yeah. Can't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's yeah. very much as oh, well. Yeah. It's that, what, they're the perfect door to end an argument. <laughs> it's like I, it's like good day, madam. I say good day. <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, sorry. Sound effects and score. He's, so, he's so, done a few good John ones Williams, this time. He's good, isn't he? <laughs> I think it's really sad that like this is his last. I'm also you know, glad we're not going to hear anything from John Williams after. You know what I mean? I'm also glad he's made it. Sorry? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. 
but it's just mad that like you know going back to that that talking about the image of like the two sons like that score mm-hmm. it's they're so like bound to one another um you know you think of Leia again here a score constantly you, in my you know, head. It's, i just think constantly it's crazy like darth vader walking through the door walking quickly the, the tune kicks in you're like oh, yeah and yeah. the fanfare at the beginning as the uh Star Wars comes up, it just gives me chills. Man, I lose, I lose my shit. Mm. And I think I, I think as, well, I think as well that was. I remember. Um, so we, I've got like, I've had a weird routine right since the new ones have started up. And again, I'm trying. I'm this goes does go back to the originals, I promise you. Um, but we, me and my, me and a friend from back home, have got this tradition um, where I bought him. For his birthday, I bought him a ticket to see Force Awakens, and I booked the wrong time. So I booked at like eight o'clock, and we were aiming to go for twelve. <laughs> we were like, "Well, what will we do?" And we just we ended up in the pub right at twelve o'clock, and we stayed we stayed there till about half past seven, um, so, <laughs> and then we went to see Force Awakens. So we were pretty excited before we got to like before we met up, but you know when the music kicked in, like. I had genuine bruise marks on my arm where it was like, they're playing the music. Um, and it's it was, it, I think that, like you say, like the opening of it, as soon as those like trumpets kick in, you're just like, wow, this is just like, this is like film nostalgia that will last forever. It's, you know, yeah, it, it's up there with, you know, like any of Morricone's like spaghetti westerns and, and you know, John Carpenter's Halloween, like it's it's that it's just it's so weird how a couple of notes can make you immediately just transport you to to somewhere completely different and like that's that I think that's up there. Like John Williams is obviously yeah. known for so thought you can watch those films without any dialogue. The soundtrack wow. speaks for every scene. It just conveys every emotion and feeling and excitement. So you could watch it without sound, keep the soundtrack on, and it just be as you know. Just as powerful. Yeah. <laughs> like you see Vader walk in and you hear that squeal like, like he's wrong. He's bad news. At that point you thought, it could be alright. Yeah. Yeah, and the wheezing. <laughs> yeah. He seems a bit angry. Um, I would do if my throat was that bad. But yeah. Temperature um <laughs> one of them leaves one of them's one of them's a voicemail yeah so that you know when he's just not fancying talking to people he just presses it and he's like i can't <laughs> come to this conversation right yeah. now. please leave a message um leave a message after the uh but yeah um yeah i, I, I thought a voice changer that's what we're saying voicemail what's like, up with the emperor hello emperor just a voice changer yeah, do, that's a good point. Yeah. Or but do you think he? Do you think he records everything so he, he'll never lose an argument? <laughs> it's like we said. We said we'd meet you at seven. Uh, actually, <laughs> just plays it back to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a very good question. Um, but we that's might one, do in a few, see, few years' time. Sort of they did a Star Wars story. We'll find out about his suit. You're about to call it Vader the Solo film, weren't you? Yeah. All these buttons. <laughs> but uh, 
What time are we on? <laughs> Nick, how are we doing with time? Are you still Paul, hanging around for a bit? 50 yeah. minutes. Cool. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Wow. So, hang on. Get my bearings <laughs> for a while. Have so we gone off well off topic? Or not off topic? But we're off topic. Uh, we should probably talk about Leia at some point. Don't want to keep it too. Ah, oh, again, mate, watching the making of last night. Did you realise how uh, how it nearly all went wrong? Are you, are you aware of this? When they were filming this, uh, and the, the studio wanted to get rid of Lucas at one point, and it was running over budget, and it was running over uh, deadline. Uh, and they had like a compromise. You either finish on this date, and they was meant to have like another three weeks of filming, but they only gave them another week of filming. So they had, to, so they had to split off in like, like three units. Nails uh, because everything in Tunisia wasn't didn't go right. Uh, none of the droids were working and stuff like that. The first day of filming, it, it rained for the first time in fifty years or something in Tunisia. Uh, and once they'd done all the filming. They got back to ILM, where they were trying to make models and actually make Star Wars. They had no idea how they were going to make it when they first came up with the idea. They found out that none of the uh, the special effects shots were any good, so they had to start again. Fucking crazy. Well, I think I think you know in, in terms of talking about like you've got one more <laughs> week. I bet Steven Spielberg was just like me. They always say that. I did that with my shark film, and that was fine. Don't don't worry about it. I think that's, why he, I think that's why he didn't direct the second two, to be honest. Um, I think he worked out. He's not really a director, old George. He, he handed it over, didn't he? To, um, that's right. So, uh, uh, Irving. 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 Yeah. Richard Martin. Yes. We got that. Yeah. And I was watching an interview with him, and he even admitted to him, to himself that he's not much of a script writer. So that's why he brought in Lawrence Kasdan, which was probably a great move for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did all right. Indiana Jones. Yeah, again, right. he's, he's done all right, and he's for writing. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not bad. I think it's crazy as well that, like, he... Um, was it he didn't turn up for... Uh, was it a premiere or the Oscars? I can't remember. Yeah. Where it, I think... Lucas didn't like make himself available because he was already on. Um, and that's where they. Uh, he was on vacation. Also, they split. Spielberg, and that's where they came with the him and Spielberg. Two um, percent of profits. Uh, Spielberg with two percent of Star Wars, and Lucas was going to get two percent of Close Encounters. Before Close Encounters was going to make more money. Uh, but, here but here we are now, many years later, and Spielberg still wrong in his two percent. Like. Yeah, where's yeah. your trilogy? Where's your where's your close encounters of the fourth kind of sequel, eh? Ha! Um <laughs> Where's your prequels now? Um but yeah, that's crazy. I think it's I think it's I think it's so interesting as well, like how you look we can look back on films that have genuinely defined It was a massive risk. And they back then it was a case of oh it might, this might not pay off, you know. Um and it's it's so interesting, like what you know, what other like 
multiverse is George Lucas gone? Oh no, I think I'm going to bail on this. And that you know, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, the simple question is: Can you imagine a world without Star Wars? And you can't. Like it's referenced in everything. Like it's somewhere. The fact that you know we sort of cringe when we saw Yoda in phone adverts, or you know, there's still there were that many jokes in The Simpsons that you get the reference, even if you don't. You know, even even if you haven't seen Star Wars, you still know the line of "I am your father," which is mad. Um, it's just crazy. I think we've got nerd culture because of Star Wars. That big strong risk of it never happening. Uh, it's such it's such a big thing. Just like you said, really. Imagine a world without it. What we've been stuck with, Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, but then you think. Yeah, but then at the same time, oh well, yeah, but really, that, that I really was, like that was, Star Trek. Everyone's listening. No, no, really, like really it. isn't it? Star Trek is good. But it is that. I think it's like you say though. It's that thing of like, was did it. Did it push it a bit further because yeah. it was sort of mainstream and it was... It made being a geek cool. Seeing such massive images yeah. on us. Yeah, I'm part, part of this brigade now. Look at me in my t-shirt. Wee. Not here. <laughs> and, but then as well, I think it's mad that you look at... Oh, you yes. look at A New Hope yeah. and then two years later we got Alien. But that's crazy. Do you know what I mean? That's such a crazy thing. I think it was like, I think I remember, I don't know if I've read it somewhere that Ridley Scott was like, if I go into space, I'm going to do something completely, I'm going to try and go so far from Star Wars as possible. Um, because it, you know, it it was one of those films where directors were looking at it and going, right, how do you, what, how did they do that? What did they do? You know, I think, am I right in saying that, like, yes. R2-D2's, one of his model kits is built into Nostromo. Like, they used it for part of him, yeah. Um, so, God, even, even <laughs> That's true, about Star Wars, Star Wars so after New Hope came out, I'm um, um, going on to the James Bond universe. Um, the uh, After The Spy Who Loved Me, they were advertising for your eyes only, but then because Star Wars was such a success in 1979... They diverged from that and thought, no, we're going to make uh, Moonraker. Let's take Bond into space. If Luke Skywalker can, can do it, let's put James Bond in space and see what happens. So, like I said, even without Star Wars, James Bond copied it. You know? So, like, like I said. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, it says, right, in a, in before a, Star Wars, like in a franchise let's send Bond no up to space, see what he can do. I said, without that one film, all these other things, franchises, films, spin offs, whatever, where would it be now? Just this one two-hour little film, you know, ten million dollars, whatever it was, and from that snowballs this. It's just, mm. you know, you can't it's comprehend left, it. It's, crazy. it's left a really big footprint. Um, so. Huge. And thank I'm God, very thankful. God. I'm very thankful for it. I, I echo that. Yeah, I'm just glad that there was no social media back then. They would have, oh, they would destroyed it. Especially that second one. The Empire, Pfft, rubbish. Hashtag boycott Lucas. Mm. I don't think they would have yeah. the first one. That's it. It survived, I think, then, thankfully, because no one could voice everything about it in social media. It could just happen, and we took it, we accepted it. We didn't do podcasts and things and pull it apart and celebrate it and whatnot. It was just, here's a film, enjoy it. Next. You know? 
Uh, oh, but serious answer on it. That's all right, it's all right. Stop it again. <laughs> Not to be sick. So, uh, we should. I don't know how it But were you excited when they announced they were going to make Life Force Awakens after with the original trilogy uh, characters? Are you excited for that? I don't or would you, did you Did you enter it a little bit cautious? I think there's always that caution there, but when they mention, you know, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo coming back, Chewbacca, you, you can't, you can't not get excited. Of course, you're going to take to social media now and Twitter and say, my God, I hope they do it right. I hope they don't kill my childhood. And Harrison Ford's 90 years old. He's too old to play Han Solo. But come on, it's three iconic characters and actors. Who doesn't want to see them back in the roles that made them? It was amazing. It was amazing. What about you, Nick? Um, I think I'm. I don't know. I've always been. I've been, always been in the sort of mindset that um, with any sort of franchise that gets revisited, I just try and keep an open mind. Um, and I think I was. I was just amazed that they were they were having a go at it um, and. You know, I still, I still think, regardless of what opinions people have of what it's done now, I think you still can't deny the fact that we will flock to see it because it is Star Wars, and no matter what sort of plot or thread, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna invest in it because you want to go back to that world that stuck with us for, you know, however many years. Um, and Force, Force Awakens, like. Okay, I might I might have been intoxicated at the time, but I was still pretty impressed with the film. Um, on the first viewing, uh, I still distinctly remember seeing a dad <laughs> try and counsel his son after who who came in dressed as Han Solo for the Force Awakens, um, and he was in the row in front of us, and me and my friend were just sort of like, "You hugged him." I don't you? know what I, is it weird to hug strangers, um, and yeah, you know, no, it was just it was just so sad to see that like this this sort of like eight nine year old lad sort of question ask his dad like <laughs> he's not dead is he dad and it's just like yeah he's, he's pretty gone um <laughs> uh and it was yeah and i the fact that it, it dared to to even try it and pull it off um i think you know i'm not gonna i'm not sort of as much of a naysayer about uh last jedi as, as other people but like i think there is so much in it that can take that you can see your positives as much as the negatives but again, it goes back to the fact that we wouldn't have that film had we not seen, you know, George have a go. At, well, not George have a go at the other three, but like the original trilogy and go, you know, let's make a story out of it. And it, it built this, this absolute massive monster that we've has never been capped. Yeah. He's never been topped besides Marvel, but they went off that model. Um, and, you know, it's the same reason you go back to Marvel films. You want to go back to that world, and it's the same way the reason you go back to Star Wars. Um, and I'm, yeah, I think regardless of as well in terms of the maybe the the various versions we've got might not hold up, but the story's still there, and that's that will sort of stick around forever, um, which is just crazy. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's us done for the original trilogy jump cast special uh please tune in to the other specials coming up of for the sequels the prequels 
and the spin-offs. Uh, with, and we're also doing a preview of episode 9 of The Rise of Skywalker. And we'll probably be doing a podcast for the reactions of The Rise of Skywalker later in the year. So, uh, you guys want to say anything before we go? Uh, just keep loving Star Wars, keep loving Jump Cut, and remember, the Force will be with you. Always. <laughs> I was going to do that. I was going to do that as oh, well. Got to get in there first. Oh, well. Anyway, yeah. This is, this is the podcast you're looking for. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. You've been amazing. Gents, it's been an honour and a privilege. And I feel like I know you all a little better. <laughs> Thank you, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.